Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, man? I'm chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Doing good, running around like crazy as always. Uh, Master class is coming up Saturday, you know, doing all my stuff for that. And, um, you know, still got that full time job. I'm trying to get rid of that, Micah. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to prepare it down a little bit. I'm, I'm just getting rid of two days a week. I still have three. And then so, so I'm getting there, man. Chill out. I'm You're down to three days a week. Um, yeah, I'm coming up. I'm giving away my, my Mondays and Fridays. So I only work, be working three days a week at the job, job. I'm gonna just ease my way into it, you know. So it's um, it's a process, but it's 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 looking good, man. It's looking good. Great, been? man. Been good, been good. Been uh, man. I was busy, busy day of like doing some direct booking stuff, but that's enough about me, man. We got a whole <laughs> bunch of good stuff to talk about, and uh, what we got going on today, Stevie Stacks. We, we what we got today? Episode two twenty of your favorite Airbnb VRBO. Booking.com, short-term, mid-term, long-term rental podcast in the world. And we have a special guest, Micah. Who we got today, Stevie Sticks? Miss Annie Sloan. I don't know if it's Miss or Mrs. I'm sorry. Uh (laughs) I'm trying to think of like the big boss, Annie Sloan. No, I don't know. Big boss. (laughs) Boss lady. There you go. Boss lady. Boss lady. (laughs) (laughs) Who is is Annie Sloan? Annie Sloan says... This is her own words. She is a uh, she is a host, a uh, longtime traveler and CEO of the Host Co. Dot, I guess the Host Co. At, at the Host Co. They make short term rentals shoppable. Uh, they help hosts create unique stores where they can sell anything from pre stocked pantry from a pre stocked pantry to the art on the walls, and they connect hosts to guests with hyper local vendors adding to the feeling of an authentic, fulfilling stay. Welcome to the show, Annie. Thank you. I should have, the buyer should just say, hey, this company helps you make six grand more per rental per year. Full stop. That should be like the whole bio, I think. (laughs) Six grand a year more per rental. Per rental. Holy shnikes. Right now, people ain't even making six grand a year on their rental. So that's pretty good, you know, all the saturation going on. If they ain't. <laughs> but how do you how do you help hosts make six thousand dollars more per rental a year? So, uh, what we do at the Host Co is we help uh, hosts, property managers, make a store for their rental, and in that rental they can sell upsells like, hey, uh, get a mid-stay cleaning, stock your pantry, add fresh flowers, things like that. Um, also, sell in-home items, you know, things people forget phone charger, sunblock, you know, things you wouldn't give away for free. Like things are too expensive to give away for free, but your guests are always asking you, uh, selling rentals and then selling alterations or like, uh, you know, special requests like late checkout, early check-in. Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I forgot to tell you I had three pets. Right. And they're already there in the middle of the desert, right? Things like that. So, um, it's adding this extra revenue stream to every rental and doing it in a way where it doesn't, it's not salesy, right? So you're not even talking to your guest about it. You're not saying like, I'm going to nickel and dime you for an espresso pod, like none of that, right? It's like, here's a link with your check-in notes. If you're interested in anything, you can buy it yourself. 
Cool. So I've I've always um, wanted I've always thought about doing some upsells at, at some of my rentals. You know, um, I've heard of like uh, movie packages, kind of like popcorn, candies, cokes. You know, ready to go. I've heard of yeah, like you said, uh, um, snacks and drinks and whatever that they could that they could want flowers, whatever. It's just the logistics side is the hardest part. How the heck do we get them the stuff that they want and then not overwhelm like our cleaners and you know and have to inventory everything? How how does it all work? So um, I'll say first through technology, and I'm gonna give you some backstory on that too. So. Uh, I'm a short-term rental host. I've been a short-term rental host since the, since I was using Craigslist before they had Airbnb. I know, <laughs> so sketchy, so <laughs> sketchy. Um, but uh, prior to the Host Co, I was a creative director at Facebook. Prior to that, I was a creative director at Twitter. I've worked at Google. I've been embedded at Airbnb. So I'm a technology person. And I'm in the same boat as that I've had short-term rentals forever. And I've said, how can we, can't, we got to figure this out, right? Like, how can we, um, how can we upsell essentially to people, but completely automate it? So what we've built over the last two years is technology that uh, a guest wants to buy a mid-state clean before they arrive. They pick their date um, uh, and then it emails your cleaner and says, Annie Sloan just booked a cleaning two months from now uh, or, or your property manager or your runner and then reminds them right beforehand. Um, things like rentals, uh, your guest will uh, see your store. They'll say, oh, I want to rent those bikes, right? Uh, they'll only get the code and location of those bikes on their email receipt. So it's a way of gating it so that they can't access anything until after they've made the purchase. Um, for items in the house, what most hosts do, I'm just diving right in. I thought like we were going to just chit chat for a while. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what most hosts do is they will do a big stock, like once or twice a year, they'll get a bunch of stuff. They'll put it in a stock closet or a garage or something like that. Um, and the guest doesn't get the location of that item again until it's on their email receipt. So it might say those items in the garage on the top shelf uh, and your guest signs in terms of service. It says anything missing here will be charged to you. And we get their billing info and their terms of service when they when they make that purchase on, you know, credit card, Apple Pay, et cetera. So um, it's so funny because everyone I talk to pretty much about this for the last few years is like, oh, I had that idea for that company like three years ago. Because it's like it's like a no duh idea, right? It should have yeah. been done a long time ago, but without technology of the last five years, I just don't. It wouldn't have been possible. Hmm. So that that is interesting because like um, you give them the location as soon as they buy it, right? And and so I guess my thing is, um, do they get like a code to the cupboard and then they open the cupboard and then there's the stuff right there? How, how does it work? Every host can do it a little bit differently. Like we built it so it's super flexible. We have hosts that do, I'm going to put items in a stock closet. We have hosts that do, I'm going to buy a lockbox. You know, I'm in like a, 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 I'm in like a bachelor party destination where we should have a, you know, an acrylic lockbox, right? Some hosts just have things out of the way. Like they'll put one thing, we're going to put phone chargers on the top shelf in the kitchen in a, in a, in a cardboard box, right? So they're in different locations uh, depending on what the item is. And we also have some hosts that have said, I don't want to do anything in the home at all because I don't want to restock it. Although we do have inventory management. It'll tell you when you're low, but um, I'm only going to do pre-orders and I'm going to have my cleaner pull that box of uh, birthday party decorations out when they're there because we sent them a reminder, right? Or um, or fresh flowers, or um, I've got a florist and uh, my store is going to email them. Anyone, anytime wants flowers and give them the date and the property of mine. And so I'll drop it off. Right. So it's just kind of automating a whole system so that 
it's, it works in all different ways. It's so funny because when we started it, it was just selling items in the home and immediately host started hacking it and saying, I want to offer like checkout. I want to offer pool, spa heating. I want to offer access to a different part of my house. That's an upsell. So fast. So we just start scrambling every week being like, oh, we need to make this legit, you know, with the technology. Mm. Nice. Nice. So what are uh, some of your uh, best selling, biggest selling items? Um, late checkout and early check-in are huge. If you have a PMS system that already does that, stick with that. That's, you know, whatever. Um, fresh flowers is a really big one. A lot of people will do um, special occasion packages where they'll say um, anniversary package, birthday package, and they'll do fresh flowers, chocolates, and then like a surprise or birthday candles or something like that. And they'll sell for about $150. Um, and then uh, snacks. Snacks are always a big one. It's kind of that guest hierarchy of needs. You know, they check in and they're like, okay, I figured out where the lights are and like where to put my clothes. And now I'm hungry and I'm bored, but it's too early for dinner or I'm exploring the property, right? Oh, did you see this? Do you see this? Um, and then they also figure out what they forgot, which is usually full-size sunblock, sunglasses and phone charger, right? <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to share my phone charger with my partner all weekend. That sounds awful, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the top selling ones. I mean, we have also depends on the host. We have a woman in North Carolina who's selling North Carolina state Christmas ornaments in July. And I think she sold at least six, you know, in the last month. So she's figured out the things that work for her property. I always say this, I say this for my, for my rentals too. It's like, I already knew what guests were asking for and I already knew what they needed and what they wanted, but I just didn't have a way to give it to them. Right. So um, I also always say hit on the three things that'll always sell and just sell those. Like don't offer 40 things, right. Or it's just paradox of choice. It just gets confusing. Right. Now, now I have a question. Cause you, you said on the, the, the majority of items is like mid state cleans, but and what your idea is, it's actually perfect for what's been in my head, but I haven't implemented it. So basically I want to buy like, uh, cause I cater to families with kids. I want to buy gaming systems. Like I want to put PlayStation fives in there. Have you guys gotten to that where you can like rent out the PlayStation five for however many days they're there? Is that? Yeah. So that things like that, things like margarita machines is another one. Um, even so far as like a outdoor movie theater setup. I mean, again, you want, if you're listing it in your, if you're putting it in your listing for free, you need to provide it for free, right? You can't be like surprise, but um, things that are add-ons, you can say like, oh, it's going to cost this much and do it pretty inexpensively. Um, personally, the, um, like the outdoor movie projector, it's almost as much, uh, for what do you, protection for tracking as it is for renting it. Like I might rent it for $5, but that means I know the last person that had it and they've signed a terms of service that have said it better be back where you, where you found it, or you're going to have to pay for it. So it's adding an extra layer of protection with all of that. We've seen kayaks, we see bikes. And with those things too, you got to provide your insurance. You know, you have super hog or you have your own, or you have them fill out a waiver before they use it. Obviously we're not, we're not providing insurance, but um, we're seeing just this creativity in rentals that is, it's wacky to me. And then we're also seeing it in, in-home products. Like I'm going to leave out a Polaroid camera and I'm going to sell the film, or I have a movie room and I'm going to do theater packages, or I'm going to do a spa package. And it's going to be like, you know, um, a spa face mask, a robe, um, you know, bonbons, et cetera. Like every rental, it's just like when you see hosts, they're using their creativity to make their place stand out. It's like the next, it's like the next step of that. 
Cool. Now, now one one thing that sticks out, and I know it'd be a big money maker, but I don't know the the legality of it is beer and wine. Ah. Uh, is that is is that legal in some states? Is it not um, legal? I don't know. How's that work? So currently, it is not legal to do on our platform. Just like it's not legal to give people alcohol on Airbnb, right? That's the other. Just I'll, I'll you can give out. them. You can give it to them. You just can't sell it, right? You cannot. It actually nullifies as far it nullifies your some terms of service or it nullifies Ooh. some insurance if you give them alcohol. But people do it, right? Mm. Um, important to remember. But we're working one with um some verification you know with direct booking verification to see what states we can get that in is the first thing the second thing is we're going to be adding uh one hour alcohol delivery via mm. other companies but um you make a profit right you might make three percent of their sale but people when they come for a weekend they're going to buy you know a thousand dollars worth of alcohol if they're <laughs> people right so it, it starts to add up with the the delivery of that part yeah, someone left a whole bunch of white claw one time. I was like, what am I going to do with all this? You know, yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. I, and another thing, another convenience, you know, check this out. So, like, for example, I talk about going to South Padre. We, you know, some, we've been driving over there. It's a long trip from here, South Padre Island, Texas. And then the after that long ass drive, the last thing we want to do is stop for freaking groceries. Right. Yeah. So they, they all offer um, stock fridges. Y'all do that. Yeah. And uh, we're actually working now with um, two different companies in Texas. We're working with Tidy App and we're working with Well and Good. We're doing Houston, Dallas and Austin. Uh, we're launching it this week where they will do fulfillment of some of those services because like as your property manager, it's a pain. It's a pain in the ass. Excuse my language. But, you know, you're not going to do the logistics on all of this. You're not going to go deliver the groceries. You got like eight fires you got to put out. <laughs> but if you can find a company or a person that will fulfill those services for you, uh, you're, you don't even have to think that you're done, right? It's like, Hey, get gr fresh groceries. Or I know that, um, well and good does a, a basket, like a basket of snacks that they'll drop off. Right. And they'll chart, they'll invoice you for it, but you can, you know, you can add $50 onto that, that you're just making yourself passively. So well and good's on, cause shout out to well and good. Cause we have yeah. them on the podcast. Love them by the way. Oh, They're in Texas. Yeah, they are. I know their main place is Scottsdale, but yeah, they are um, in Houston also. Oh, we will definitely be giving them a call then. I, I didn't know yeah. you guys partnered with them. That's cool. So yeah, yeah. I, I need to definitely uh, reach out to them and to you. So like, so did you notice like any trends, anything different in any states that you've been doing this? Is like, for example, Colorado, is there a lot of people ordering snacks because they got the munchies? That's a really good question. Yeah. Or um, ordering the munch the snacks to get the munchies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, can... that in certain states, we will also be adding for delivery. So, Ooh. yeah. So, you know, you show up here, you show up in California here. It used to be from New York. Like people would come here. The first thing they do is be like, okay, we got to go out. We got to go to like, you know, get some salad. Um, <laughs> but now, you know, you can show up and be like, oh, I want this. You know, I want snacks. I want booze delivered. All these convenience things that you, you couldn't do before. Um Definitely. I mean, most of my, the rentals that I have are in Southern California. So, um, sunblock after sun block, um, Advil and Gatorade always people will pay, including me $50 for Advil and Gatorade, you know, like the morning after supposed to, you want, I'm sure you said it out loud. Be like, Oh my God, someone bring me like a breakfast sandwich and Advil and Gatorade. I will pay them a hundred dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing with Southern California. Cause I, you know, I've been, there, I went there a few years ago, but um, 
I, I rented a freaking minivan, right? Or like a van, almost yeah, a minivan. And it was the stupidest thing I ever done because this, I mean, there's freaking blood red traffic everywhere. You know, look at the map and it's it's just red, all red, every yeah. artery, everything. And I'm like trying to drive a freaking minivan through all this crap. Anyway, so next I said, next time I come, I'm just doing an Uber's lifts the whole way because yeah. every single car has Uber lift sticker on it. I guess everybody does Uber <laughs> lifts over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, their part-time job. So that being said, it, it would be a pain in the ass to go get groceries, go get beer, to go get whatever. Because if you're if you're Uber and lifting it the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I think we've all been there. We all have kids. Like, you're in a rental by the beach, right? And you also you have kids. You're like, I would pay fifty dollars for sand toys if they were just here already. Mm -hmm. You know that I could probably go to the Walgreens, but spend an hour going to the Walgreens, mm -hmm. right? And getting oh, yeah. ten dollars sand toys. No way, I'm gonna pay that fifty bucks, right? exactly yes so um this is interesting so when did when did you start your your short-term rental journey again so 2008 um wow. i am i am a real i've been in the bay area for a long i've traveled and i've lived overseas a lot but been in the bay area so i've just you know we got we got driverless cars here now the whole thing right so um 2008 craigslist um arbitraging my rental apartment as like a you know my first apartment <laughs> ah! um yes and then been um doing short-term rentals since then I've also done a lot of film film stuff as well I have an old Victorian house now we were in a Super Bowl commercial last year you know Ooh. we're just randomly on TV but just looking for different revenue streams in that whole you know you got to monetize there's so many revenue streams that people don't even with short-term rentals that they're not seeing yet right now, now I have a question because you you said earlier that you you connect with local vendors. Now you will go out and make those connections for the host, or did the host have to go make those connections? Uh, both. So we find local vendors in different areas, and we're starting a couple of new projects. We're rolling that out slowly because most hosts um, most hosts have relationships with people already. They're like, I want to use my chef. I want to use my massage therapist, right? Um, but we are bringing in local vendors slowly to do things that are a little bit beyond that. Like, oh, so you want a balloon arch? Or you want to throw a birthday party, right? Or um, obviously mid-state cleaning, snack delivery. We do we do some, but we found also that hosts generally, um, they bring people to us, right? And they're like, I want them to have more business. Um, and we ask them, of course, do you want them to have more business for your city or more business for you? And you can add them yourself as your own vendor, or we can add them on the back end so everyone else in the city can use that service. Mm, mm, nice, nice, nice. So um the flowers is a cool thing too because I, I always thought about you know you get it you, you can surprise your wife or your yeah. significant other or whatever by having flowers waiting for them when they get there so that that is cool how you connected the the local florist to, to go and like you said you're all about uh, outsourcing all that stuff out right mm -hmm. <laughs> got you mid drink <laughs> um yeah I just think of going to an Airbnb with my mom you know 70th birthday and walking in and there's balloons and flowers like how cool. And you're just going to look good. Right. I, mm. I, I found, especially for anniversary packages, if you have one, almost everyone will buy it. Right. Especially if you're like, if you're rental, you know, that people go away for a romantic weekend, focus on that. If you have like a girl's trip weekend, get boxes of colorful wigs on Amazon for 30 bucks, put them in your stock closet, sell them for 150 bucks, everybody, because it's Instagram. Right. And it's like 10 girls, of course, they're going to buy it. If you, if you're Coachella, be like, we've got like crazy sunglasses and glitter or like packages of like interesting hats. That's what you're going to sell. And that's where you're going to make money. Right. 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, so you host bachelorette parties? Uh, try not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try not to. But sometimes you can't help it, right? Or if it's a really good rate, or if you just, you know, it's a if it's a holiday rate, yes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, no question. Like, let's say we want to do a mid-stay clean, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how does the are we just taking a are you up charging it so then I get a cut of what the cleaner would usually make or how does that work? Yeah, you can set your own price. So uh, let's say your cleaner charges you $100 for cleaning. You can set the price to your guests as $150. You can even experiment. You can be like, I want to see $200. You know, of course, you don't want to price gouge people, yeah. but you can sell it for whatever you want. And then your cleaner invoices you in most situations. Eventually we'll do price splitting for them. Like, hey, pay them this much, but they're just going to invoice you for a regular clean. Uh, and you're just making, you know, 50 extra dollars per cleaning. Um, the host co also, so stores are free. This thing is really important. Stores are free on our platform. It's just, it's web-based, right? So it's just a web link that is uh, branded to your location, has the picture of your rental, has the name of your rental, but we get a commission. We get a 7% commission. So I always say to people, add in 7% more, right? Um, so, you know, do whatever, do 160 bucks. And you'll be still be getting $50 out of it. Gotcha. Now, another thing, because you said uh, some people have certain things hidden away or things of that nature. Now, I have a question. Which is more better? Which is better for the guest review? Like, let's just say you have some stuff sitting out and they feel like they can use it, but it's a price associated. They may have like, oh, I'm getting nickel and dimed. Yeah. Or it's just put away. And they know they have to pay for it to get access to it. Which one have you guys seen that be better for the guest experience? The the latter is definitely better. Okay. Having, we have signage that you can put out, uh, <laughs> but we highly recommend like after they book being like, hey, um, if you need anything while you're here, we have a store. So just automate that message, right? It's just a web link. And then an hour after check-in, another automated message. 90% of guests open that message. And they're like, okay, cool. Oh, they have this thing. Oh, they have this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also say that uh, those larger items generally, you know, if you're doing a massage or you're doing um, a late checkout or you're doing fresh flowers, you know, you can make 50, 60 bucks on that, you know, but, uh, you know, a granola bar, you can make three, do- you know, you can make $3 on it. So you got to sell a lot more granola bars to get there. I, I like to say that um, it's like, again, it's like the guest hierarchy of needs. I'm hungry. Oh, so I'm going to look at the store. Oh my gosh. Did you see they have this, this, and this, right? Um, I'm tired. Oh, I don't, I need an eye mask. My partner's snoring. You know, I need earplugs. Um, or again, I forgot my phone charger is a big one, but for reviews, it's, it's two things. It's one, we have had guest leave reviews that you saved my life when you've had ad like Advil, Gatorade, hydration stuff, snacks, you know, or Joshua tree, you got chapstick or death Valley, you're 30 miles from a store, but people be like, Oh my God, thank you for this, you know, this chapstick. Right. Um, but you're going to start to get the reviews that say, Oh, what an interesting place when they're, when you're providing something unusual and extra, um, with that upsell. So if it's like an experience or a room or, um, or even like, like I was talking about, like, um, like a spa package or like, um, if you're in a cold, if you're in a snowy place, okay, you've got some cute, I don't know, Carhartt beanies and you've got the popcorn and you've got s'mores, something that it adds to the extra feel of it. Uh, And the other thing is when you start to sell those things, you also get that guest email address. So you can direct book to them again. And they're more likely to book again because they had a unique and interesting experience that was outside of your normal 
Airbnb stay. Very nice. Yeah. I know. I know one thing I always forget to pick up is water. I'm sure you sell a crap ton of water. Yeah. Boxed water. Yeah. We always say, I mean, I, you know, boxed water, I'm always like no plastic box, especially in the Southern California desert. But I would say sell a case of boxed water and everyone's going to buy it. Don't ever sell like, also, you seem like you're nickel and diming people. If you're like, here, have a 12 ounce thing of boxed water. Or <laughs> Five like, bucks. Leave, yeah. Leave some out, right? Like leave a bag of coffee out. But when your guests leave and they're like, oh, we love that coffee. Where'd you get it? You can say, oh, we've got more in the freezer. You know, it's for sale. And we also provide signage just so people, it's very clear, like these items are for sale. Just take it with you. Take the whole beans with you. And they'll get, you know, two or three bags to take home. And you're making that profit. And you, you know, stocked it a long time ago. That's freaking cool. Now, and I told Micah one thing, because I, I recently was in Guadalajara, Mexico. We were baptizing my, my youngest daughter, and it was really cool. And we stayed at the Rio, which is a, a big hotel over there, you know, really, literally big. It's the tallest building in, in Guadalajara. So um, what was cool about it, I guess we signed up for their, I don't know, repeat customer packet, whatever the hell we signed up for. And it came with like an upgraded room. And then the mini, the mini fridge was fully stocked, and we got to use it every day. And whatever we use, they restock it for free. And I was thought, and anybody else was going to do that service is going to be like 20 or 30 bucks more a night, you know? Yeah. But I was like, that's not bad because they put some cool stuff in there. And then, you know, they got juices and drinks and then, of course, beers, whatever. But I was like, would that kind of thing work? Would people pay like 20, 30 bucks more uh, a night for to access to the mini fridge that's going to be restocked? Yes. Yeah, that is something that I prefer that personally to here's a one-off thing it's like stocked mini fridge 50 bucks and you just let it go the whole time right or a basket of snacks right and there and you just leave out a basket you know they paid that extra money uh, even like 75 dollars we'll, we'll leave out a basket of all local snacks right um people will do it and they'll also do it um right after they book if you send them a link because they have that adrenaline from like, oh my gosh, I just spent a bunch of money on something. Like, why don't I just spend a little bit more? Right? <laughs> Timing wise, yes, yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, I was, what else was gonna ask you? Okay, okay. It all sounds all <laughs> hunky dory, fine and good. Sorry, I was a glass of wine. I had some pasta today. I'm good. Yeah. Um, so, so, what happens when when stuff gets missing? Goes missing. How do you how do you handle that situation? Uh, so, um, and that's always one of the first questions, and it rightfully should be. So. If you have stuff stocked in your house, um, one, it, there's very little theft because guests don't usually get the location of items until after they check out. Like, just don't leave it. Leave it out of sight. It doesn't have to be locked necessarily, but out of sight. Uh, and once your guests sign, you know, they're buying something, Apple Pay, Google Wallet, whatever, credit card. Um, they sign a terms of service to say if something's missing, if anything additional is missing, you'll be charged for it, right? Um, uh, then, of course, you know, you review them as a guest. So they know that as well, or they should be knowing that like, Hey, we review you as well. Um, so that tends to keep it very low. Um, in the occasion where someone's super wasted and they grab five boxes of cookies instead of one, right. They, they paid for one. Um, we suggest, Hey, have your cleaner, just take a picture of the store. Like before, if they're, if they're already taking a picture, um, so you can know if things are missing, but Thus far, it's very, very little. I think we've had two instances of theft in hundreds and hundreds of sales. Uh, and I generally think it's because they, in those cases, the items were out. They were just sitting out and they didn't mm. have anything that's like, these are for sale, right? Like mm. you just need to make it really clear if you have items sitting out. 
that there's a big difference, right? Or if you have them sitting out, what's going to happen is a little kid's going to come along and be like, oh, granola bar. And the parents are in the other room, like doing mm. something, right? Yeah. Um, we, we do have a resolution department too. Like we have our team. If someone says, oh, like we recently had a guest that said, I bought firewood and there's no more firewood here. We're like, okay, cool. We just refunded immediately, right? Because, you know, we're hosts. My co-founder is a property manager. So we built this first for ourselves, but we know that reviews are, reviews are king, like absolute king, right? So immediately, even if we don't know the situation or even if we're like, yeah, I think you ate those cookies, you know, I don't think they were like not great, those Oreos, right? Those sealed Oreos. We just do it. We just refund it up to a certain amount because we just want to keep it, everything moving for everybody. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, now. So do you put like a, a, like a hold on their credit card or something like that? As soon as they buy something, how does that work? We process their transaction. We use Stripe. So we process their transaction as soon as they make the transaction. Uh, but it's very easy to the reverse Stripe transactions, which is great. And then we also have a whole, like we don't pay out hosts immediately. So we're holding that money as well as if the host says something or the guest says something that there's an in-between space for both. Nice, nice. Sorry, I'm, I'm hogging up the interview, Micah. You got some no, questions. Go ahead, go ahead, because I'm, I'm uh, actually taking notes mentally because I'm like, I'm here, I'm like, okay, I need to set it. I've already wrote down, I need to make a short-term rental supply closet that's shoppable. So, yeah, yeah I'm up there taking notes. So go, you, you, go get it, Steve. You're killing it. Now, now, what, now what if, uh, I hate to say it, what if a cleaner's dipping into the honey pot? You know what I'm saying? What if they're taking some stuff? I mean, then they blame it on the guests. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm asking all these questions. I don't know. That's a good, I've never had anyone ask that question. And that's a very good question. Uh, I think, as the, well, I guess if you're the host or property manager, you're going to maybe figure that out eventually if they're doing, if they're like stealing the napkins and the dish soap, right? It's kind of the same, the kind of the same thing. Like how often are you going to your own rental? Right. It's um, a good question, but I think you'd pretty quickly find it out if your guest bought something and then it wasn't there. Right. That's the mm. other part of that. I think that's how you'd figure that out. But I, that's an interesting question. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, you can also have it where your your cleaner doesn't have access if you prefer to those different items or have their location. Right. Just like with a, someone who has to have it's like the bikes. Right. You, you get your email receipt. Code of the bikes is one, two, three, four. Your cleaner might not even have access to where you're keeping various supplies. That's interesting. Now, OK, what about. Okay, what about stuff like like toilet paper and paper towels? Is that is that something you can sell, or you have to always give them as much as they want for free? Oh, always. I mean, not as much as not as no, you know, not like Fort Knox of toilet paper. I think we all know that, like, because <laughs> COVID, they were walking out of the house with yeah. all of the toilet paper. <laughs> and I, I always say that about firewood. I'm like, if you leave a cord of firewood, somehow I'm like, were you roasting a pig? Like, how did you use? The entire, like a core, like a winter's worth of firewood, like, or how did you use four gallons of Costco dish soap in one night, right? Like, um, no, I mean, generally no. And if you're trying to be, have it be um, guest focused and service focused, never charge for anything that you're providing for free, right? And and lock up other things in a different place. Like, yeah, to I totally know what you mean. Toilet paper, napkins, paper towels. Like, what are you, what are you doing with all this stuff, right? Um, but I would always say only offer things for sale that are a bit higher priced, that there's a barrier there. Like, oh, that's $20. I mean, sure, maybe Advil and Gatorade, but even that, sell your sell your Advil for like $15, right? 
I was in Vegas at the Cosmopolitan a while ago with my girlfriends and I, that we were going out and I was like, what idiot would buy that $22 Fiji water? Like, ha ha ha. Next morning, <laughs> who, who is drinking the Fiji water? It's me. <laughs> yes. You know what though? I, I was thinking, I mean, wouldn't, couldn't you just, I think the simplest way, wouldn't it be better if it's just in a clear box locked away and they only get the key and then it's, you don't have to worry about like cleaners taking stuff and stuff of that nature. Yes. So we have hosts, um, we have hosts in new Orleans. I know that there are other ones too, but I haven't seen their lock boxes, but he sent us some pictures. They just have those big acrylic lock boxes with a, um, a coat on it. Yeah. Right. Because also they've got like party, you know, they got like party pads. Right. So people are coming there to party. So they're not really being responsible for their stuff. And one of them I know has three different boxes and one is snacks. One is like hangover stuff. And one is party. And one is like party supplies, party supplies, as in like hats, you know, and like, like, uh, uh, Mardi Gras stuff. So they sell them. They just separate them out differently. Um, and I think it just depends on where you are. I mean, people for years have been talking about vending machines in short-term rentals and they do the problem is that they just look so tacky right it just looks like you're at a, a cheapo hotel if you have a vending machine but if you have a beautiful store that has the picture you know your web link it starts to feel less like that right and especially if it's out of the way like it's kind of hidden anyway and then you okay that acrylic box is in i don't know the um the, where the hot water heater is or something like that right so just keep it keep it so it looks classy is what we like to say. Now, uh, back to the toilet paper thing, because I, <laughs> now, you guys thought it made me think of something. I've been doing a lot of midterm and long-term stays. And the first question they ask the first night, they usually ask, hey, if all the toilet paper and paper towels run out, do I need to restock it myself? Which we usually tell them, yeah, we just put enough out for you. So in that situation, you'd be good to actually have it on hand to sell it, right? Yes, and cleaning supplies and mid-stay cleanings every single week. Um, you can upsell all of that on longer term stays. And there's other things you could even be like, Hey, we have a chef come in right once a week or a massage therapist come in. You have opportunities with those longer term stays and also, you know, cleaning supplies, things like that. Um, people will get it every single time. Cause generally they'll run out before they think of getting a new one. Cause they're not at home. That's a good one. Now, now on the toilet paper thing again, <laughs> This is the best. Uh, it is, it is right. It is, we're asking the meaty questions. Yeah. Um, so here's an idea: single ply, free, right? You follow me? Yeah. And if they want that Charmin soft, you know, to, to help, you know, so it don't hurt so much, then I, they got to pay for that shit. <laughs> it's all about. I mean, hotels <laughs> forever. Hotels have always said it's you're you're not buying. We're not selling the room. We're selling the experience. Right. Hey, you know, for $25 more, you could have a room with a nicer view. It's only $25. Right. Mm. Um, would you like room service? Would you like us to book you a massage? All of these things that was just kind of money on the table. Like the late checkout thing to me is really surprising. Or, you know, if you have booked through Airbnb or any of the OTAs, you can send a message and be like, hey, would you like to book an extra night? Right. Or, hey, would you like to check out if you don't have someone the next day? Offer, you know, offer a half day. Right. And most people will buy it if they can, if it's an impulse buy and they can buy it immediately, which is what we're trying to do. It's like, oh, Venmo, I'm done. Right. And I just, I just got a hundred extra dollars for six more hours. And I know no one's coming in here tomorrow. Right. How about laundry service? Y'all do that too. Ooh. 
Yeah, we've been talking with, so um, Well and Good does that. They do a linen refresh. Um, that's not like doing your own laundry, but um, we're starting to bring in companies that will do, will come pick it up and do your laundry for you. Um, or your cleaner, if they would do that, have them go do that and they can make extra money. So all of the above, right? Especially uh, with those mid and long stays. Yeah, I'm talking about the laundry of the guests. Yeah. Yeah, we can have companies do that. Or again, if your cleaner is willing to do that, sometimes it's great because you're like, oh, maybe, maybe they don't have enough business. If you're willing to do that, they can come in and do that, you know, one day a week for the for the guests. See, I would have I would have definitely paid for that. I, I go back to my last, you know, South Padre Island pick, uh, trip. I didn't know they didn't have a freaking uh, wash, uh, washer and dryer in there. You know, it's, it's yeah. this old, it was, I mean, this, I mean, it had a beach view. It was nice. But it was just like the, the decor is from the 80s still, 70s, 80s. You know, they, the people don't give a crap. It's just there, whatever. They use it whenever they put it on Airbnb. Or, um, actually, it was through it was through the side of the place. It was, it was called the Tiki. Anyways, so they have an on-site, you know, management company that handles the, the turnovers and stuff like that. And um, they didn't have, yeah, they didn't have a freaking washer and dryer. And we're at the beach. You, you need a washer and dryer. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, where do we go to wash our clothes, you know? And there was no place to, I mean, there's some places on the island where there's a lug, all these freaking wet clothes everywhere. You know, it was crazy. And uh, I, I would have paid for a service to come get this laundry and do it for it and have it nice and folded ready for us the next day, you know, that or later that day. That would have been awesome. But yeah, yeah, they're still stuck in the past. Um, we, again, the creativity, like actually laundry service is a great one, which I'm going to start... If you are listening to this and you run a laundry service for rentals, contact me. Um, <laughs> but I had a host this week, a property manager say she's adding two things to her stores, um, flash tattoos, flash tats. So she's a tattoo artist that will come to the house and do flash tats, like tiny tattoos for everyone staying in the house. And she gets a cut of it. And then she said, my friend has beer burrows. So she has two donkeys that have saddlebags that carry beer around. And uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna rent out the beer burrows so for two hours at a time through my store. I would do both of those. Real I mean, donkeys. <laughs> Real donkeys. Yeah. That didn't sound. That didn't sound right. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it would be a hit for bachelor parties, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, and you're willing to pay again, like convenience. They're like, sweet. You know, fifty dollars extra. Even the laundry, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, of course I'll pay fifty dollars extra. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not. King Midas, but of course I will because the convenience factor and you're on vacation. You don't want to spend your time doing laundry, right? Mm. You you talked about uh, a laundry service. Have you looked into Wash B&B? No, I'm going to write that down though. Yeah, that may be that may be who you need to partner with. Yeah. But I wanted to say, because like, Steve keeps talking about that story. It's And we were just talking about our podcasts always come right on time. So like our last, me and Steve, up, the biggest thing we were talking about was Airbnbs need to learn how to run like five-star hotels, yeah. all the connections. And what you are building is exactly that. Like Steve was talking about all the stuff he was down. I think you said you're at the place in Mexico. He's like, man, they'll come wash my clothes. They'll come do yeah. this. They, I can go get a rental car at the front desk. It sounds like that's what you're building. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's what's needed to start adding that extra value that short-term rental hosts need to like be able to go over those five-star hotels. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's um, even, even me, as you get older, you sometimes you don't totally age out of Airbnbs, but if you're going away for a weekend, you're like, I just want the room service. I just want my room clean. Mm. You know, I just, 
Uh, I mean, if you're going with your family, it's a different story, but I've started to be more like, oh, I, I just want that, that extra service. And that is the aim we're doing, you know, we're doing in-home things now, and then we're adding alcohol delivery and then we'll add Turo, you know, like get a car dropped off in one hour, all the things, all now the technology enables us to add all those things into one place. I'm happy you brought that up. Cause I had actually, I was in the Airbnb Superhost group and I was telling them that I'm like, cause I was telling them I only use Airbnb if I travel as a group. Cause I'm like, there's certain things that, cause Airbnb is just a huge marketplace of different types of hosts. So you don't know, it's like a box of chocolates is good for them. So you don't know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. So everything's on there. So I'm like, but if you, if you can find someone that can provide the same value as a hotel, you're in there because that's why I choose. If me, it's me and my wife, I'm usually going to stay at a five-star hotel. Yeah. I get all the service I want. So I'm, I'm happy you're bringing this up. This is really awesome. I love it. I mean, if I heard about beer burrows, I would, I would, that would trump me. That would trump room service. I'd be like, yes, I'm going there. Exactly. <laughs> no, and I, I was telling Micah about all this. I was like, man, I forgot, you know, I hadn't rented a hotel in a, in a, in a while, right? And so I forgot all, the, especially a nice hotel, you know, yeah. I hadn't done that in a while. I've been doing Airbnbs and whatever, but I was like, man, they do everything for you, you know? And I said, even the, even the laundry thing, you know, there's like a, there's like a hanger with the bag hanging there, you know, and it says, you know, just mark what things you're getting washed. And this is how much it costs and throw it in there, put it at your front door, they call them up and they'll and then a few hours later they'll have it all nice and folded for you ready to, i mean i was like damn this is nice you know and, and the room is clean every single day there you come back to a nice clean room that feels good that feels well, especially when you're on vacation right and, and yeah that's that's pretty cool um no I, I so i just told him this is pretty neat if we could incorporate this these kind of things and i said the stocked mini fridge you know that was nice room service as 11 o'clock ah oh, we don't feel like going out let's just see let's just call something up and, and they had it there nice and hot ready to go yeah just the conveniences it's all about the conveniences yeah we um we didn't even think mid-state cleans would be a big seller uh initially because you know most states are like three days um we now have people from Airbnb on our team. We have second in at Airbnb Canada. We have a bunch of Airbnb advisors, which is great. And the founders know about it. I mean, I've done work for Airbnb, so they, you know, they're Bay Area too. Nice. Um, but Airbnb did this study uh, of guests that said 50% of guests who are staying for three or more days want a mid-state clean. 50%, mm. right? Because initially it was like, oh, I mean, only for people who are booking for a week. I'm like, no, that's, you know, we'll go to the beach or we'll go to the lake middle of the day. We come back, it's clean. You know, if you fold that towel like a swan, I'm going to come back <laughs> years later, right? You know, that that, that oh. makes perfect sense right now, especially because um, for a lot of us Airbnbers, you know, summer's ending and we got a little bit of a slow season coming up, right? And so our cleaners are like, hey, you know, where's the cleanings? We need, you know, we're, yeah. we're used to getting like, you know, 10 cleanings a week. Now what's going on? There's only three, you know. And now if we are able to upsell those mid, you know, midweek cleanings, that helps. Of course, that helps. That's good for the guests. Good for us, you know, and it's great for the cleaners. Yeah. And then it's also more clean when they come back at the end of the week, you know, uh... so it keeps, a little, it keeps things a little bit nicer as well. Now, how, how does one sign up for the host co and then like, how do you guys get paid and how much does it cost to onboard into that? So, um, how you sign up, it's www.thehost.co. You can go ahead and create, you can just create a store, hit, create a store, create your first store and play around with it. Um, it's free, 
or you can go, you can watch our demo and then you can also schedule a call with someone on our team and they will help you be like, Hey, you know, we'll help you put products in your store. We'll show you around because some people go, I don't know what to sell. Right. We have a bunch of videos on that too. So uh, there's that. It is free to have a store. And I will tell you that is because we are also hosts. And so we are also seasonal and we are on tight margins. So when we created it, I said, people are like, oh, make a subscription model, you know, like 20 bucks a month. Right. And I said, you know, I'm in Joshua tree in the sun, in August, I've had like, you know, three bookings and they're all weekends. Right. So I'm not, that's my low season as opposed to most other people. Right. But, um, so it's free. And then we make a 7% commission on the sale. We make a 7% commission from the host. So if you sell a hundred dollar blanket, we get $7, $10 soda or whatever, we get 70 cents. Uh, and then we charge a convenience fee for the guest as well. So mm -hmm. that guest gets charged $108 instead of $100 for the blanket. Um, what I also like to say about that is we calculate sales tax. We calculate um, your sales payments at the end of the year. We do all the visa charging. We do all the protections of, you know, what if they, what if they don't like it and they've already bought it, et cetera. Uh, and we do all the hosting of your store too. So you get, you know, you can have 30 stores under one login if you're a property manager and they all are a unique link that just looks like it is native to your listing, right? Because it is, it looks like your, your, your store looks like your listing. Okay. So, yeah. so, and then I guess that's a good question because now let's say they get something and they aren't satisfied with it. Are you controlling that aspect of it? Are you like, do you automatically give a refund or is there a, can we set a no refund policy or how does that work? Um, what usually happens, and this has happened, like I said, I think this has happened twice since we started. Um, uh, we immediately at the guests will, they have our information on every email. Hey, reach out at support at the host.co. Uh, we have a text line that just goes to our, you know, goes to our email support as well, but, um, cool. What was, what was wrong with it? Okay. We usually check with the host and say, Hey, want to let you know you were out of firewood. Okay, cool. Refund their money. Um, if it's under $50, unless it seems like, Hmm, what's going on here? We'll just refund it right immediately, um, uh, to that guest, because again, the guest, the guest is always right. I want to say, right. But if it's something over $50, if it's like, Oh, they didn't have that blanket available. And they, you know, you did. It's like, okay, let's just check on this. Uh, but we have resolution, constant resolution available for everyone. And our information is there for support for everyone. Okay. My, my, I think, oh, I love this. Cause what I would do is I just have my cleaner, take a picture of the whole um, yeah. goodie supply closet after every check-in. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be reaching out. I got some few items I want to sell. So um, yeah. And we have hosts. You know, we have hosts now making $500 a month Ooh. on a, a single listings. Our biggest single sale was like $362 and it was recently, and it was a massage. They had their massage therapist come in. It was a late checkout and it was some flowers, right? So they were having a great weekend, whoever it was. Deshaun uh, Watson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but um, it's just about finding those right things and just letting it cook, like, and not having... Um, you got, I'm trying to keep a straight face. I don't know if you can see if this will be video or not, but, um, uh, finding those like three or four things. We have a guy who's doing, um, spa heating. I think he doesn't, I think it's like, you know, you do pool heating, right? He's doing all of his pool heating on there. So it's not, the other thing is it's not going through Airbnb. So it's also like, you can, you can do whatever you want and it's instant, right. Rather than like the resolution center, et cetera. So. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that earlier. <laughs> I just slipped that one in. Okay. 
<laughs> on that note, what are some of the, the crazy offerings that are that are from or creative from some of your um your hosts out there that they actually make money on? Oh my gosh. Um well definitely the beer burrows, the flash tattoos, um uh leaving out a Polaroid camera and selling the film. I think that's always a great one. Um a box of sunglasses, like the cheap, you know, am- go on Amazon and get like a box of fake Ray-Bans, you know. Dollar store, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm trying to think. Oh, someone the other day said they were going to add. I was like, this is odd. Um, <laughs> they were going to add an hour FaceTime call with a psychic. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they wouldn't just do that. Like it's a FaceTime call. Someone else is doing tarot readings where they are going into the house and doing tarot readings themselves. Mm. Um, those are some of the more interesting ones. And then um, weirdly, yoga mats are a big seller. So, oh, okay, sure. Leo's about to make a comeback. Yeah. Now, now, uh, what about more romantic items? Um, I would say the flowers and chocolate is as far as that goes. We do have a terms of service that states that there's certain things you cannot sell. Also, our <laughs> 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 what? He was going Fifty Shades of Grey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sometimes those things run out of batteries. You never know. Oh, you sell batteries. There you go. You, you sell can batteries. sell batteries for sure if you want to. Um, flashlights. Um, <laughs> anything. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what are, what are some of the things that you wouldn't think of being profitable? They're actually very profitable. Um, gosh. Uh, I would say that's a very good question. Um. I'd say the late checkout because a lot of people, you know, some people I would think they just do it through their, their PMS if they have one, but some people don't want to do, it's just too much of a bother. Right. Mm. So they just go, okay, I do it on my store. Another one, um, things that guests break. So I've now seen hosts do this where they're like, people always break my wine glasses or they lose my beach towels. Cause I have a beach rental. They, they took the, they took it to the beach and they didn't bring it back or like the beach chairs. They left them at the beach or the umbrella. So I put more in my store. I don't even have to have it on site, right? I'm like, oh, you broke the wine glasses? Just buy new ones. And it's just an easier way to recoup your money. I don't know if you guys, you know, if you have a lot of listings, you're like, oh, who is that? What was that rental? Which one was it? When were they there? Like, you've got so much going on. Mm. But if you immediately send them a link, it's like, oh, you lost my beach towels. Okay, just just uh, um, buy two more here, right? Especially after they left. You've just recouped it and you don't have to think about it anymore. It just pays you out. That is cool. Especially wine glasses. Those things get broke all the time. Yeah, all the time. And what are some of the things that are, I would say, slow sellers that don't even bother? Don't even try to sell those things. They don't. Um, I would say selling too many small things. Like, don't do a full mini bar, right? Like, do, hey, we're selling mixers. Sure. Okay, 30 bucks. You're going to get, like, two Cokes, two Sprites, two, you know, orange juice or whatever it is. But, mm-hmm. um. You're not going to make a lot of money and it's going to be a pain if you're like, here's a single granola bar. I mean, I, I shouldn't dissuade people from doing that, but when I see a store that has 40 products in it, it's paradox of choice. People just freeze. They're like, I don't know what to do here. Right. Yeah, so yeah. have six things or have like four pre-orders, four in-home things, and that's it. Now, and this is the thing, because I noticed you guys kept saying the late checkout thing. Now, with the late checkout thing, do you give them like a certain cutoff time that they can request late checkout? And so you can coordinate that with your cleaners. How does that work? 
Yeah. So, and that's something new for us because guess we're hacking it. So um, there's a few things when you make a product, let's say it's a late checkout, you can say, um, I need a lead time for a mid-state clean. So they can't book it that same day. You can say, I need a seven day lead time for a mid-state clean. You can say, I need a 14 day lead time. Right. Um, and then we have a new feature coming out that is also um, needs. So the item needs pre-approval. So what will happen is someone will ask for a late checkout and it will go, it will email you and you can email your cleaner if you wanted to, or your property manager. And it will say, do you approve this? So it won't immediately charge them. It just holds the money until you've made an approval on it. So you can make sure, you know, that there's space or it'll, it'll email you and your cleaner and your cleaner can approve it. Right. If you're good friends with your cleaner, you know, your cleaner well enough, they can be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to the house till 5 PM. I'm going to approve that. So there's a few, there's like different triggers that you can do uh, to protect from that. You can also set items out of stock and they'll still show up in your store. So, you know, people can't buy those wine glasses, but if they, if they broke them, you just toggled it to uh, you know, one quantity and they can buy it. So there's all these different kinds of tricks you can do. Now, are you partnered with someone like a turnover BNB or a breezeway? So like, they request a mid-stay and boom, it gets shot up or how does that work? So Breeze, I've had so many people be like, you got to talk to, Bre so we're starting to talk to some of, we're starting to talk to Breezeway uh, and a few other people about uh, integrating with their calendars, which is an API call. We're integrating with our first PMS in about a month, which I don't know if I can announce it yet, but we're, we're integrating with that. So we'll pull in the names of all your listings uh, and their locations. And I think maybe the, my, my um, head of product might kill me. And I think the photo, so it just makes all your stores for you and adds all your products. Right. So, please, um, please. yeah, <laughs> you don't have to say it, but yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Um, so yeah, I think for us, it's much better to integrate with those service partners because a lot of them are already integrated with the PMS. And the only thing we're touching is those services, right. Um, and the services going into the units. I'm so happy you guys are doing that. Cause I have, I get people sending us stuff through my inbox. Like, Hey, you want to be the first to time. Then it starts looking kind of sketchy. I'm like, uh, why don't you just go to the PMS? And you know, so I love that. I'm happy for you. That I, I can't wait. I hopefully it's hopefully, hopefully, but if not, <laughs> I'll wait till you get integrated with everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy you're doing this. Cause like I've been, you know, I've been telling my, my, my partner in my business, you know, man, upsells, every single business does upsells, right? Yeah. I mean, you go to your Amazon thing before you even check out, oh, look at these things. You know, people buy this with this, you should buy these things with it. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I do need that with it, you know? Yeah. They're always trying to upsell ever since I worked at McDonald's. And they made, that was, they made a point, upsell, 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 you know, you always try to get them to buy some more than they intended to buy. And so, but we haven't been doing a good job of that as short-term rental uh, operators, right? So it's just but the freaking logistics of just being a short-term rental host and operator is, I mean, just having the cleaners on point, you know, yeah. now you're now my biggest fear was asking the cleaners to, okay, by the way, can you inventory all these snacks packages that we got in there, you know, and then of course, trust them not to take them themselves. So I'm glad that you're figuring this out for us. Cause I mean, it's been, it's just so much money left on the table after every stay. So much. And you nailed that too, with the, offering it right after, like right after they book, we're working with another company called Picnic Party. That's like date night in a bubble on the beach in Seattle and Austin, and they'll deliver a charcuterie board, right? So it's, you booked and you have this idea in your head about what this vacation is gonna be. 30 minutes later, if it's like, hey, do you wanna add anything to your say? Oh yeah, I totally want a, a date night on the beach or a picnic set up for me, right? Um, 
reach out. We've just been leaving money on the table when people actually want these things, right? We just haven't mm. been offering them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just saying, I feel like I love the, the latest stuff that's been coming on the podcast. So much good tech is coming because I feel like short-term rentals are in their tech infancy. There's so much more that can be offered. And I think this is going to be huge. I'm definitely going to be heading over to the host co. So I think this is huge and good luck to you. Since um, you're, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, um, and I know this is going to editing this podcast. I'm like, keep talking, but um, also for anyone that signs up from this podcast, um, they, if they enter promo code live, live, let thrive, we'll just put, we'll put $30 back in their store. Like they already, essentially you're already making money from it right when you start. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Head over to house co. <laughs> and now that I know that, you know, it's part of your, uh, your rules or regulations that you don't do certain things. I'm going to, I'm going to start um, romantic toys, bnb.com. So <laughs> I'll, I'll just take over what you can't, you know, provide. Well, you provide donkeys. That's that's. Yeah, exactly. um, as long as you can use it as a delivery service, <laughs> and I look forward to hearing what you sell in some of your stores. What are the big sellers? I'm intrigued. The big sellers, yes. <laughs> All right, great, great. but yeah, <laughs> hey, but yeah, this is awesome. I can't wait. Wonderful. Well, thank Annie. Where can people find you? Uh, we're at thehost.co www.thehost.co um we're on instagram at the host company and we've got now we've got on all channels we got about sixteen thousand hosts and we've got um two kids screaming in the background <laughs> um so come find us and uh, you can find me you can just email me annie at thehost.co if you want to set up um a personalized demo or just have someone on our team get you started so you don't have to do it yourself while you're waiting for a contractor and eating your lunch in the car in front of your new rental, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's how it always is. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for hopping on. This is a great service and, and I'm going to hop on there right after we get off. And, and Federico, I, I texted him while we were, while we were on the call and he, he's excited about it. We all, we wanted to do this. We're upsell. We want to, we want to get, you know, and provide a great experience for our guests. You know, that's the main yeah. thing. That is the main thing. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and we look forward to your progress and, and hopping on again in the future. Wonderful to meet both of you too. All right. We'll see you in Dallas. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. See you. You have a good Adios. day. Bye. Take care. Bye. That was another amazing podcast. I got a thing full of notes over here, man. I'm uh I'm gonna check that out. That's pretty dope. I like that. Like up upselling stuff. And then because what you can do is you can make it, you know, look make your place more presentable and you know, hey, I want to book there. You can go get the Steve's 50 shades of gray package, you know, whatever it is you want to sell, whatever it is you want to sell. I'm just saying, folks, you know, a couple goes on vacation. They want to do the freaky deaky thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you might as well provide some oils. Some oil. I ain't going to lie. You know, what's funny though. When she said like, you can lock stuff in a room. I was thinking, I'm like, yo, you could really like sell a whole, freaky deaky room if you wanted to like hey this is blocked off like especially if you have like a two-bedroom and you have two people coming they he can use one of the bedrooms but the other ones hey it's a hundred bucks if you want to use that and all the supplies you need in there i don't know man it can, you, the only thing two I, people are coming the only thing i, I don't I know about like how did you handle the cleanliness of that i don't know how your cleaner would want to <laughs> <laughs>
There might be a two hundred dollar clean, but hey. you need to pay me extra. <laughs> oh man, this is a fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. It's a fun episode. It's it is funny because we talked about the hotel stuff, all the upsells, and all the cool stuff that they do for you. And you're on vacation, and when you get a little bit older, you got money, and you you, you want to throw around a little money. You don't care, you know. You know when you're when you're young, yeah, you don't want to pay extra for shit, right? But when you're when you're older, you got money, you don't feel like going to the damn store. It's right there. Fuck, we'll just do we'll just get it right there, dude. And that that's like that's like we said when you were in Mexico, man. That's five star hotels, man. That's their biggest advantage, man. They have everything up in there. You ain't got to do shit. You come back, your room's clean, pants are starched. You ready to go? <laughs> can't beat you can't beat service, man. No, you can't beat it. So cool, man. The host.co. I'm going on there. I'm gonna check it out. Live Let Thrive has a uh yeah, uh yeah. She said type in live let thrive, you get 30 free bucks. Hey man, there you go. There you what, go. Do we, what do we get? She didn't say what we get. I know we gotta hear up about that. <laughs> <laughs> she marketing our show, man. What's up? <laughs> oh man, we're uh masterclass coming up. I it might have already passed in this episode, but we got probably got another one coming up too after that, you know. So Go to livethatthrive.com for all the details and and, and um, Live That Thrive Facebook page and IG page. We keep you up to date on all that cool stuff, man. We're doing some big things. We're finally, you know, growing this thing proper, you know. It's always been our side project, but it's always been our side piece, but now it's our main girl, right? Yeah, we are. We are turning it into the main girl, for real. For real. Yeah, <laughs> the bottom we... B, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah man yeah definitely check us out follow us on ig um everything's on there as well facebook uh the website um instagram all that we're steadily making reels good little quick content for you guys uh definitely hit that subscribe button if you are watching this hit that subscribe button leave us a review on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and thank y'all for continuing to stay on this journey with us episode 220 out peace Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.